welcome to the most wonderful time of the year, Oktoberfest 2020. Good, because we are recording now. <laughs> welcome everyone back to the Project Gen X podcast. My name is Alan Smith along with... I am Big Dave. And we are in Oktoberfest 2020. Yes. Yes. Anyway... So, since we are in Oktoberfest and this is the most wonderful time of the year, namely the Halloween season, it's the it's the first week of Halloween. It is, it is, and uh, I guess actually when this goes up, it'll be the second week of Halloween. <laughs> so, it's, uh, actually, I guess technically it'll still be in the first week. But anyway, it's the month of Halloween. It is, yeah, exactly. It, it is the uh, the month of Halloween. There are thirty one days of Halloween, and uh, so since we are since there are thirty one days of Halloween, we're going to cover a Halloween movie. Quite honest, like quite literally, we're going to cover Halloween three season of the witch. Yes, so. we are. All right. Where do we want to begin with this one? Because th- there are a lot of a lot of places that we could start. Uh, do you have a preference, or do you want? And yes, you're, you're hearing candy wrappers in the background. Yeah, because, we, uh, we made a candy because it is the month of Halloween, and, and calories don't count. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> They're all ghost calories. They are. They point. are. Yeah. They are. They're ghost calories. Is all they are. So. Uh, anyway, the um, what do you think? Where do you want to start? All right, let's start with Halloween, the the movie, the John Carpenter movie. So he made the movie. It came out in 1978. Mm-hmm. They decided that Most of the funding was raised in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yes, yes. Uh, it was shot in California. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he 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 lived in Bowling Green when he was young, and um, no, his father was the head of the music department at Western Kentucky. Yeah. And they actually lived in a cabin off cam- or right on campus. Right, but um, Carpenter had been gone from Bowling Green. For but a- he did a lot of the fundraising in Bowling Green. I don't doubt that in the slightest. So, Halloween, we get Michael Myers, the iconic, right slasher, right one Who, one of the what I consider like the big three. Well, it was the beginning. Yeah, Michael Myers was the first. Some people will argue that Psycho. You know, Norman Bates was yeah. the first, but... But you knew Norman. Right. You got to see Norman's face. Right. You kind of had a background on him a little bit in the first part of the movie. You learn, I mean, yeah, you learn a lot. I mean, always this guy, he lives with his mom. You know, we're in this, this roadside hotel, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, over the course of it, spoilers for a 60-year-old film, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you find out that his mother's been dead for a while. Yeah. And that he dresses up like her. He's basically got a split personality, is what it comes down to. And he yeah. dresses up as, as his mother and kills and kills women that he finds attractive. Basically, is what it comes down to. Yeah. And so it's a that kind of laid the template for what we got later. You know, the, this um, Halloween originally was called the Babysitter Murders. Yeah. That's what they call it was called. Um, there was no. Michael Myers lore going into it. It was no. It, he, matter of fact, he was known as the Shape. For, yeah. They 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 just called him the Shape for in the beginning, because it's one of those things. You know, he's at that that mask that doesn't have any details on it. He's wearing a, a jump a jumpsuit. That, it's basically a mechanic. Suit. Yeah, you know, it's just it's yeah. It, it's, it's a pair of coveralls yeah. is what it is. And so it, there's nothing there's nothing to distinguish that character from any you know to make it stand out. You know, other than the fact that it's, you know, completely non-distinguishable. So, anyways, they made that movie. It was a massive success. 
massive yeah. success. It was one of the most. Let's see, it was one of the most uh, until the Blair Witch Project. I think it was the most successful. Like the the what's the word? It was the highest grossing independent film okay. of all time, or something sure. like that. Um, or maybe actually no, you know what? It wasn't the Blair Witch Project that, that broke it. It was uh, the Phantom Menace, actually, because that was not a studio film. Lucas did that completely independent. And now, it shows. yeah, but but it's also <laughs> one of those things where I mean, like, but obviously he had a lot more money to play with than yeah, than John Carpenter did. Uh, and then yeah, because that's right, because the Phantom Menace came out before um, Blair Witch Project, yeah. so that would have been anyways. Massive success. So, of course, the studio that distributed it is also like, hey, we need to make another one. Yeah, it's, um, it's and a, it's a Azari. Yeah, um, the, yeah, there, there was a producers on it. The Mustafa Akkad. Akkad, yeah, yeah, who has produced every Halloween movie. Every all of Halloween. Every single one of them all the way through. Said, hey, we can do a sequel to this. And Carpenter didn't really want to. But he also didn't want to turn it over to someone else as... Yeah. You know, hey, this was my baby, you know, type thing. So they made Halloween 2, which it's happens. It's, it's just a continuation of the story. I mean, yeah. it, really, it picks up exactly where, where the, the, movie the, the movie stopped, and it all takes place on this one Halloween night. Yep. Well, you fast forward. Let's see. That one came out, what, 81, 80 or 81? Uh, that sounds about right. Um, well, shoot, 81. It came out in 81. Fast forward another year in 82, and we get this movie, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yep. And people immediately were like, what in the hell is going on here? Where's Michael Myers? Where's, you know... And that was the whole thing that Carpenter was kind of like, hey, let's make this a an anthology series. Well, actually, um, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, which was his co-producer on the original two. Which was his wife, right? I think so. think so. That yeah. sounds right. Um, they didn't want to do a third one. And right. the only way they would commit to do the third one is if it was not a direct sequel to Halloween and Halloween 2. Right. Um, he actually wanted to take it in the direction of an anthology right. series. Where, where like, basically every every new installment would be a new story. A new story based around right. Halloween. Right, and it would be very... Each it, it was very self-contained. Yeah, you know, every new ep- every new it would basically be a, a new episode. Right, is what it what it comes down to. I this pan this movie has been panned for years now. It's come around in recent years. People have kind of gone back to it. I'm like, well, hey, you know, this movie's not quite as bad. When as, I saw it originally, I was like, what the? What where's is Michael this? Myers? This, where's I know? Where's I know, Michael Myers? I know. Where's, I know. Where's we all Laurie we all Strode? did. We all did. You know, it, this movie sucks. This isn't a Halloween movie. What's funny and one of the things that happens in this movie is that it takes place in a world where the movie Halloween exists because we see a commercial for, for the, ha- movie, the movie Halloween, Halloween. In, yeah. the, in, in, the, in this movie. Um, they actually did bring back a couple of people from that. Lori, um, not Lori started. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is the... Every time that he picks up the phone near the end and you hear the, the telephone operator say, I'm sorry, we cannot connect your call. That's yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's voice. Uh, also, one of the actresses in here was in the first one. Um, hold on. I don't remember which one. Uh, it is... It is... Who was it? I think it was her. 
Nope, I'm wrong about that one. <laughs> oh, are you? I was wrong about that one. Well, never mind. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we get this one. And I didn't, when I first saw it, I was like, this is not a Halloween movie. I don't know right, what's going right. on here. And when we started talking about actually recording this episode, I was like, I need to go back and I wa need to watch this thing again. Yes, and this is the first time I've watched it in many years. And um, I, I have to actually recant a little bit because the movie's actually enjoyable. And yes, as a absolutely. As a standalone movie, it's actually not a bad movie. It's actually very enjoyable to watch. I, It's got a creep factor. Um, I have said many times over the years, if this was just called Season of the Witch. Yeah. It would it, not have been panned. It like wouldn't it have been panned. I think that it would have been received a lot better. Yeah. Now. And if they were wanting to do an anthology series, if they had done Halloween, quote, the babysitter murders mm -hmm. on the first one, mm -hmm. and then done Halloween, Season of the Witch, they could have gone right into a third movie, you know, Halloween, whatever the subtitle would be. Right. But we would have lost one of the iconic slasher um, psychos. You know, yes, but also when you look at some, especially the middle movies. Oh, they're terrible. They're, I mean, but, I'm sorry, four at five is not good. Six is really bad. Eight is terrible. But the fact that they kept putting that character back out in front of audiences and reminding them, hey, this guy. Well, this was the first reboot of this. Yeah. You had the original Halloween and Halloween 2, which were a story. This was a reboot. Well, it didn't take. So they came back with 4, which, which was, was another mm -hmm. reboot. Okay? Yeah. And so 4, 5, and 6 are kind of continuing that, that story with yeah. Jamie, you know, um, uh, Jamie, um, it's not Strode, it's uh, something, I forget what it is. Um, um, and then uh, Halloween H2O <sighs> was a reboot. Okay? Basically said, okay, all that stuff didn't yeah. happen. And we're bringing back Laurie Strode, and we're going to start this whole thing. But and, then, and we kill Laurie Strode. No, that was in the next one. That, oh, was, that right. was Halloween Resurrection. You're right. That was the one that's that was the one that's really terrible. It yeah. really. And then we got the Rob Zombie, the Rob Zombie ones, which I really enjoyed. A yes. lot of people didn't. like I did those. too. I liked the Rob Zombie Halloween. I liked them because we'll get to that in a minute. And, and but Carpenter then, signed off on them, right? But then we just had Halloween 2018. Yeah. That basically wipes out everything, all the way back to, to episode one, but to the first one. Well, to Halloween two. No, Halloween two is wiped is wiped out with this even. Yes. Really? Yes. I don't remember catching that. Part yeah, of it. that's they pretty much wiped out. The, how the one that came out two years ago <laughs> that was just called Halloween. Yeah. You know, um, basically is a continuation of the first movie, and that's it. Okay. So it wiped out everything after the first movie, which Carpenter was completely on board with, and I, I really enjoyed. I did too. The last I did one, too. and I'm looking out. forward to Halloween Kills whenever yeah. it finally does get out. So. You know, it, it, the release dates on everything keeps getting pushed well, back. Yeah. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. And so it's a. I, I'm. I mean, that was I thought a really good sequel. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like some of those movies. You know, in there, yeah. some of them, some of them were not so good, but. I thought that was a pretty good, okay, we're just going to wipe out all the rest of the stuff and say this is the direct sequel, and it takes place in the right time frame, Yeah, you know, where it's a, no, this is 40 years later. Yeah. 
So, yeah. But that, that was kind of a signature of those 80s slasher flicks, is mm-hmm. that the first first couple are usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. You'll have a decent one in the middle, but the rest of them will suck. Right. And, well, I mean, you go... And then you get Wes Craven's new mi- Nightmare, which is just... Ugh. It was all right. I mean, it was all right. Or, or Jason goes to Manhattan. You know. <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah, though, there's several of those the Friday Muppet the Muppet movie of the there, there, are, there are several of those Friday the 13th movies that are not good. There are several of the Friday th- of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that are not no, good. No, they're not. Um, but they... Um, and with this one, there's several in the middle that are that are not good. Yeah. However, since we're talking about season, season of the witch, witch, yeah, it it's one of those things that um, Tom Atkins, who plays um, plays um, what is his name, Daniel Chalice, Dan Chalice, Chalice, Doctor Dan, Doctor Dan Chalice, yeah, had a pedigree prior to this. You know, he was in the Fog. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'd been in a bunch of stuff prior, but you know, that was a, Hey, he was in another John Carpenter movie, you know? Yeah. Um, he would go on to be in night of the creeps, which is a movie we talked about. Yep. <laughs> we're like, Hey, we might need to, uh, do this one. Um, but yeah. Cause he plays the detective, you know, that, the the thrill me. That's what he always says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he's in creep show. Yep. You know, I mean, it's one of those things that, that he has, he had had a pedigree, of uh, of horror and and you know all that kind of stuff. He was in My Bloody Valentine 3D. The the remake, yeah, the yeah. one that came out a few years ago, which I will say was actually a lot of fun. Really? It's not a good movie, it's but a it's a movie? lot of fun. Popcorn type deal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, wait, dude, it is predictable as everything. Literally, I watched it with some friends. Like we we basically did this like after it had hit home video, yeah. you know. DVD, whatever it was at the time. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, and so we sat around, you know, and we were like, you know, we were sitting around drinking beer, you know, or whatever, and yeah. we were just kind of, and dude, we called so much stuff before it actually happened of like, oh, yeah, there it is, there it is, yep, yep there it is. <laughs> Escape from New York. Yep, I, I know, forgot, another another John I'd Carpenter, yeah. Forgotten about that. So, yeah, but the whole deal with this one is that the reason it gets the season of the witch is that it all has to do with druids. Now, here's the thing. And, and Stonehenge. Well, that's druids, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it kills me because, like, you know, we start off with, um, uh, what's the guy's name? What We start off with the guy being chased and murdered. Um, and his, who is that? The last name is Grimbridge. I know that because Ellie, the, the other star of the, of the movie that we see a little later, it's his daughter and she's Harry. To, uh, yeah, Harry, Harry Grimbridge. And he dies in a car wreck. No, he doesn't. He gets chased down by the guys from. It's the cyborgs from the, yeah. from Silver Shamrock and, um, I thought it was, they, they, the car explode or no? He he's I on. I just foot. watched this today. Did he's, they run him over? He's on foot. They're chasing him. He's right. hiding from them in a junkyard. Right. They, That's right. They That's get a right. hold of him. He kills one of them by right. pulling a, a wheel chuck out from underneath the wheel and crushing one of the androids right. between two cars. Right. And I forget how he is. Oh, um, he makes it to the gas station. The gas That's station right. attendant right. takes him to the hospital because he's in shock and beat all to death. 
and that's where the second android catches up with right and man. that's where we get the dr chalice yeah. and all that and and then there is a nurse or uh, another doctor that is it's a nurse it's just a nurse she's doing an autopsy and they can't and it's one of those things they're they're pulling the quote unquote body yeah uh, but it's the android, but she can't figure out. She's like, they must have gotten this mixed up because there's no, there's no it's human. All, it's all car parts. Yeah, exactly. This. You know, what's um, this? What's this weird looking gear about? Right, right, right. Yeah, you're right. It is another doctor. I thought you were talking right. about the nurse in the hospital that watches the android blow up in the car. No, yeah, yeah. That was no. I was talking about the doctor that's doing the, yeah. uh, the that's doing the. It's his whatever. We also find out that Dan is 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 divorced. And his his sleeping around. Yeah, he's he's a he's an alcoholic and a womanizer. Yeah. And his ex wife and his two kids like appear in the very first of it for a second. He gets some Halloween cost uh, mask and it's not the right mask. Yeah, they've both they already want, got silver shamrock. Yeah, silver mask. shamrock mask, which I love those silver shamrock masks. You know, you still get them. I, well, they were never available. No, they were not. Yes, they were. Don Post. Did Post make them? Post was the one who made them. Okay. And after the movie was released, they were getting such high requests for the mask, they actually got Don Post to put out a line of the three masks. I know they... And you can still get them from... A um, few years ago, I know that they they're, they they kind of came back Well, up, Don, you know. Don Post's son took over the company. Okay. I forget what the name of the company is. It's not Don Post Productions anymore. Okay. It's something else now. But they, you can actually get... Um, the three masks right, the online, witch, the, again. yeah. The, the, and, and the pump, the witch, and the ghost were yeah, already the witch, a pumpkin, and a skull is what it and, is. Yeah. Well, the skull and the witch were already in the Don Post lines. He was already producing. Them. Okay. The pumpkin he did specifically for the movie. Okay. He did more research on this than I did. I, I knew that they had come back a few years ago, like yeah. that somebody had started producing them a few years ago. I did not know they were originally available. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm also I've also been a huge Don Post fan. Don Post is some great stuff. I've had several of the Don Post production masks. Yeah, you know, for the different Halloween stuff. You get the, the like the uh, <laughs> the original Don Post stuff. It's just like the uh, the the jumper and the <laughs> I, at one point the smock and the and the uh, and like the little the little masks that have the, the rubber band. You know, and no, it's I never like <laughs> had that. I actually had the full latex Michael Myers mask. Oh yeah. Which very very bad repair at yeah, this point mm-hmm. but um somebody had bought me a an actual coverall set from mm-hmm. centos so okay. it was the right color blue it was the right, right design right. and all that and there's pictures of me actually dressed as michael myers at a halloween party in the cabin that john carpenter actually lived in mm-hmm. at at some point Nerd. <laughs> we full full disclosure i am a major nerd yes, um, i uh, was part of the folklore club at western kentucky one of our fundraisers is we actually did a, so beating you up <laughs> oh yeah go your, ahead your, go ahead um, your lunch money <laughs> I, out, I outweigh you by 100 pounds I know, so you I can know. try um but we actually did a screening of halloween in the cabin that john carpenter lived in on campus right um and it gives you a whole different thing because like there's a train track that runs the edge of right the campus there well when we're watching the movie you know the train scene happens where they find mm-hmm. the car next and the train comes by and it pulls a right pattern right we're like Loomis is on the phone we're yeah, it's way a, yeah. past that point in the movie and all of a sudden a train goes by and it pulls almost the identical pattern nice, yeah. It, yeah it's weird stuff like that's that. cool all the all the towns in the movie are named for towns around bowling green right right but it's so obviously like 
LA because yeah. there's like palm trees. There's palm trees in the background. <laughs> there's like they had like one bag of leaves, and they had to like yeah. in between in between takes, they had to go and like get them all so they didn't get away, you know. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> but I've over the years I've had several different Don Post yeah. masks. Yeah, um, Don like, Post made some great stuff, and those things are expensive these days too. Yeah, a lot of those early ones. I mean, that, but there, I, there's I, a real collector's community. I, I wore mine, and I wore mine, and I right. wore mine, and then when they got to where I couldn't wear them anymore, I used them for mannequins, you know, yeah. for Halloween. Wing builds right. and all that. I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Um, that demon that I bought at that. Oh yeah, haunted I house. That. Yeah. That was when that's when you and I first. Well, yeah, that's when we first met. Yeah. yeah. I was like that around that time that we met. I remember you buying that at that at that, that haunted, haunted house. house. Yeah. That was a Don Post. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So back to the movie now because I know we're going to have plenty of asides <laughs> while we're doing this. So yeah, come to find out. Let's. Long story short, here, um, the guy. Um, um, uh, Conal Cochran is the guy's name. Yeah, uh, that owns Silver Shamrock. Irish. He's Irish. Yeah, he's Irish, and he, which is funny, considering what we're getting ready to say, has brought a piece of Stonehenge to this little town in California. And actually, you see a news story. There's a news story that says there's a piece missing. Yeah, and and the funny thing is, he makes it towards the end of it when we find this out, he says something about you know, oh, you know, if you only knew what it took to get it here. They never explain. Yeah. <laughs> at all. But yeah, there is a newspaper article that's saying that there is a one of the stones from Stonehenge is missing. Um, and uh, so the, basically what he's doing is, is they're putting pieces of stone or they, they've used it, the magic in Stonehenge to um, they're, they're putting them in the masks in the little silver shamrock um, trademark, you know, like the little button that's on there on the back, on the yeah. back. And what it, okay. Do you know what the thing actually does? Because this is explained in something that's, can, that's canonical. Where they're chipping off the little pieces. Well, that's it's beyond that. I mean, basically, what it is because uh, Conal explains that he's always been a jokester, and basically, this is the ultimate joke on kids and families of you yeah. know making these masks uh, kill the kids. Well, the thing is, is that every time we see, or the one time we see a child killed the way killed it's the way it's to supposed be. to basically what happens he's watching the the you know they're playing the, the silver shamrock you know commercial. thing commercial and there's a pumpkin there's a strobing pumpkin on the or jack-o'-lantern and on the screen faster and faster and, and he faster. falls down and it looks like the the mask is melting or whatever then all of a sudden a huge snake and a bunch of bu- crickets and all this stuff starts coming out of the mask, the mask okay yeah. so they never explained exactly what was going on there in the movie However, the novelization that came out in, in 82 with yeah. this gave an explanation of what was going on. Okay. Um, and here is a... I, I went to... Everybody, go check out DinosaurDracula.com. It's one of my favorite places uh, as far as like Halloween-related stuff. And they do a pretty cool podcast over there called the Purple Stuff Podcast also. Okay. That is very like horror-centric, you know, and all that. Oh, I'm going to look it up right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. So, um, but he has a rundown here. I, I found it because I knew that's this is where I, I had read it. Matt, the guy who runs this, loves this novelization. He's talked about it multiple times. Okay. Basically, what it says is that in the film, Little Buddy's face remains tastefully obscured by the melted mask. By contrast, the book suggests that his eyes become blood-red orbs. The random snake is still the scene's big bad, but the book teases that there was a whole lot more coming out of, of Buddy's head. In the movie, we just see a room partially filled with snakes and crickets. The book version indicates an unending mass of creatures. 
in such volume that the victims can barely be identified. Most notably is the author comparing Little Buddy's defiled head to a doorway to another dimension. Uh, so if you so if you look at it from that, so basically what he's doing is he is opening dimensional portals in every one of the of the masks when. Ooh. Yeah, uh, and and that's why all the all these snakes and bugs and, and everything are coming through. They're coming from another dimension. Wow. And yeah, um, so he's basically taking everybody's head and instead of exploding them, he's he's using them as a portal. Basically, wow. yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like wow, they yeah they they could have never. I don't think they could have ever explained that well enough in the movie no. for it to to work. But that's still kind of like when you think of it in that respect it's like wow that's that's pretty dark stuff you yeah, know it is. <laughs> yeah it is especially at the end where um dr dan basically dumps all the buttons with the little pieces of yes. stone hinge down on top of, of all the androids the and, androids yeah. and him and, and right it basically puts a beam it basically opens a portal from going from the the stone hinge rock through colin right into all the now, TVs that that's are playing the one of the things commercial. that one of the things that's explained is that Conal actually survives that he's not dead. Really? Uh, yeah, that's in the in the novelization. Also, it explains okay. that he he himself did not die in that. So he's a flat out druid. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing is that he talks about you know he, he's talking about Samhain, you know the ancient one, you know yeah. the, the uh, he's like you know the last time that you know the planets this is this year that they're doing it. The reason they're doing this is because all the planets are aligned, and the last time that they were yeah. aligned. That you know, he said that you know the, the mountains ran with you know blood sacrifices, you know, and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. He's basically and there's our train. Yeah. And he's basically trying to bring around another age of witchcraft. Is what okay. the whole that's the Season whole yeah exactly. Okay. Now, here's the thing: if you squint just enough yeah. and, and and hold your mouth just right and stand on one foot and tilt your head at the proper angle, you can actually pull this movie into the rest of the Halloween lore. Especially with what we learned later in like five and six. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to give you benefit of the doubt. I said you, if you squint really just right I'm, and I'm hold a, your head at I'm just a, the right angle go ahead, and <laughs> go ahead and pull this thread and let me see what you're weaving here. I'm just saying because that's one of the things we find out later that the whole like especially in the curse of Michael Myers that it's all if this is a Michael Myers is a manifestation of a druid of an ancient druid spirit. Uh, that it, that that can't be killed. That is just a. It's it's basically a, a killing machine, and okay. so yeah. So it's one of those things. Like I said, if, if you squint just right, and you know maybe take the right hallucinogenic hallucinogenics, <laughs> you can you can you can tile you know uh, run a run a string between all of these. Uh, but it it was meant to be a completely standalone. I think nothing to do with Michael Myers, nothing to do with any of that stuff. So, Okay, uh, looking into a little bit of Samhain um, and some of the monsters associated with Samhain, mm-hmm. there is one called the Slog, and it's S-L-A-U-A-G-H. And I'm yeah. sure I'm completely yeah. messing up the Gaelic there. Right, right so. um, <laughs> You're not Irish enough. It's <laughs> well, I'm Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I know. So the, 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 the Gaelic, uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, this is a spirit. Hey, I'm Irish enough. I was a drunk for a lot of years. <laughs> That's what they call Irish in spirits. Hey, no. Um, 
I actually am Irish and German, so I just I got it straight up. Oh, I mean, that's was, a <laughs> bad combination. Anyway, the slog would come in, he'd come from the west, and he would enter houses and steal souls. Okay, which I could see where maybe maybe I know I know, but that's yeah. but again, the Curse of Michael Myers is such a mess of a movie that you cannot figure out what's going on in that thing. So true, I, but it. We do know that it has something to do with druids and yeah. and manifesting spirits because that's the whole thing that they you know they're going to put it into the baby and you know all this kind of stuff and yeah. it's just it's it's crazy it's bad. it it really is but season of the witch one of the things I really liked about it, like I said I watched it before you you came over today I watched it two or three nights ago yeah and so it's one of those things that, one of the things I really love about it is the town and what is it sin they're in California. One of the things, I can't remember what the name of the made-up town that they, they use in it, is that there's not much in this town. Basically, we see a hotel, we see the factory, and we see a few buildings here and, and there. And they're all... Um, it's all Silver Silver Shamrock basically owns the entire town. It's a town. factory town. Yeah, in fact, they is. make the comment, oh, it's a factory town. Yeah. I really like the way they film this in the fact of there is not a lot... I mean. There is a score. Uh, oh, and that's another thing. Um, Santa Mira. Yeah. Um, and Santa, John Carpenter actually... Santa Mira actually shows up in another movie. I just can't remember what it is off the top of my uh, head right John now. Carpenter did all the the, the, movie, the music on the soundtrack again, like he, he had for the, the, yeah. the previous two. Um, the the thing is, is that they do... There's a lot of like... And it's one of the things I love in movies. Oh, that's what it was. The other horror movie that, that Santa Mira mm-hmm. shows up in... Is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay. Which, Which one? Uh, the original, the oh, okay. 56 Okay, film. so he used it. So spine. it was an homage yeah, to Invasion of the Body sense. Snatchers because sense. now you've got these androids, these androids where they're snatching right, these right. people and then replacing oh, them with One androids. of the things that I saw earlier, I was looking up some facts about Season of the Witch, yeah. and it said that even the director has no idea when Ellie was switched out for an android. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> it's one of those things that you end up, you find out that she's an android. Yeah. And it's one of those where, like, you know, because she had been captured uh, by the Silver Shamrock and taken to the factory. Yeah. And so at some point she had been switched out and that basically the director was even like, I have no clue. It just, <laughs> this is what the script said and this is what we did. So. It, 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 evidently Santa Mira shows up in a whole lot of stuff, okay. including anyway, the dark tower. Series. Okay. Well, anyways, the whole thing is that the, I love the way they film that they film this movie yeah. in that they don't use a lot of music to try to set the mood. They just let the natural, like sound, like the the ambient sound yeah. of wherever they're shooting. If they're outside, you get all the crickets and the, the yeah. trains in the background or whatever it is. It's all that type of stuff. I know it's in, in film. It's called some. It's fully. Yeah, it's full. And it's just one of those things where it's just like they're just they're just shooting what's out there, and it yeah. really does kind of make it. At the end of it, whenever Dan is running, like when he realizes that Ellie's been taken, and he sees there's six androids yeah. coming after him, and he goes out the, the the bathroom window in the hotel, and he's running around that kind of stuff. I love all of that because it really does. There's nothing else going on in this town. All you see are these factory cars well, that are running a, around. There's a and mandatory. There's um, a, there's a curfew at right. 6 p.m. Right. Where the entire town rolls right. up the sidewalk. And so it's one of those situations where he's he's running through this small town to begin with and then even when they escape you know they've set the uh, the factory on fire yeah 
the way that that is filmed again, even though you can tell that it's it, it's it's a layered that's yeah. like oh that fire is not the building it's behind it you know it's yeah. still the way that they that it was filmed it looks good yeah uh, and uh, I, I I especially love practical effects in horror movies and that was a practical yeah, effect you absolutely. know um and um so yeah it's i i say go back and look and watch it again i know there have been several articles take, written about take it as a standalone mil- yeah, movie yeah don't, don't take uh, it as a michael myers halloween look at it as a movie called season of the witch that's all it is well, you know that's like like we've already said this was supposed to begin an anthology of where it was a story wrapped around halloween right uh, if you look at it that way, well, like this would have been the know, second in the series. The thing about it, though, is that all of the major horror franchises did something like this. Kind I mean, of. Yeah. How, I mean, uh, Michael or, uh, Friday the 13th Part 5 does not have Jason Voorhees in it. Yeah. It's somebody else who's basically impersonating him. Right. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 has nothing to do with the, with the Elm Street children at all. No. You know, I mean, it's like, it, it's just Freddy's... Yeah, this the the this, this this new family moves into the house where you know Nancy had lived, but it has nothing to do with the actual Elm Street children at yeah. all. Now and, he's just killing anybody that moves right, into his house. Right, pretty much. And then it's you know then we get back to it in the third one, which is a much better movie. You know, and so it's one of those things that all the the three major or the four major franchises, yeah. these three major franchises, all took a a side street at some point yeah. <laughs> away from their, you know, the normal stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie and especially this time of year, cause a lot of people I know are making their, you know, movies to watch or 31 movies to watch or whatever. Yeah. I've seen several people post stuff on, on Facebook, you know, over the last couple of days. So these are the movies that I'm watching over, you know, the course of, yeah. of this month. And that's cool. I mean, I, I do something similar and we're going to share hours later in the month. Uh, for something um, that and Dave's like what he's like no no we are and <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I'm going to give you plenty of time to put it together I so just, you can actually whittle it down into the proper f- t- framing part that's he gotta, didn't tell me what's happening yeah. I just show up and figure out what I'm going to talk about there is a lot of that as well yeah. uh, but yeah Halloween season of the witch Halloween 3 season of the witch I should say I have to admit, I enjoyed it I did, I enjoyed it quite a bit a lot more this time around now that I was since it was a okay, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna try to be objective about mm-hmm. it, and you know, not compare it to the Michael Meyer. And then when the commercial shows up, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Now the one thing is that Tom, um, what did I say his name was Tom Atkins? Is that his name? Yes. He, he gets he gets involved with with Ellie uh, in in this movie, and uh, Stacy Nelkin, who plays Nancy, yeah, is like. 25 years younger than he is and it's yeah. very obvious and it's kind of like obvious because uh, even like during their 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 um sex scene he says something about oh hadn't you had enough and, and, and or something and he, and he then he asked how old are you like after they've already yeah <laughs> she's like don't worry i look older than i am it's like did you really have to go there i know we were all kind of thinking it but it yeah. was still <laughs> and, and what's bad this is gonna sound terrible but in the middle of that scene, I was expecting the bad 70s. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. The porn music. I know. Again, shot without music. Yeah. You know, I, I really love the fact that they did they did that. You know, even like, because like in the next room, whenever you see the woman, you know, she's messing with the, the, little, uh, uh, the little button. 
and she gets hit with a laser. Yeah. And it's one of those things where that happens. And again, I mean, there there is there's some noise, some special effects noises. Yeah. But there's not music to like. Because normally in a normal movie you'd get this big, you know, like strings or, or horns or something, you know, and yeah. don't get that here. You and get just, a musical jump scare. Right. Basically. And it's one of those things that cuts back over there. And they're like, hey, what was that? Yeah. You know, of so. I liked the way that it was shot, if nothing else. Uh, and the acting wasn't bad either. No. The acting was better in this than Pet Cemetery that we talked about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, and, and Pet Cemetery had quote unquote better actors than this, you know? <laughs> Fred Gwynn, come on. Uh, <laughs> but, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Cro- Denise Crosby's supposed to be a good actress, you know? So it's a, uh, I know, I know. So. Anyway, so guys, this was a lot of fun. We're going to be back. Like I said, you're getting two a week from us on these. Um, and uh, we're going to be back with some more stuff. And uh, we hope that you are enjoying this most wonderful time of the year as we are. Because believe me, here in Tennessee, it feels wonderful outside. It, yeah, it was, has it was been, a high of what, 67? Yeah, today? something like I mean, it's one of those things that it's like. A little yeah, it's, it's been so nice. And the leaves are starting to turn here, you know, in fall. And it's it, like. It finally feels like fall. It does. It's so fall. awesome. Because normally. Normally in Tennessee, it's it is hot. It 98 is, degrees. It, or it's, it's, it's in the 80s until probably right up in the week before Halloween. And sometimes we've had Halloween where it was still 75 degrees outside, yeah. and it's kind of miserable. Uh, but this year, it's been like, no, we're going to actually give you a, an autumn season. I'm going to so, knock on some wood here real <laughs> yeah. quick. Because it case. could. Yeah. It could completely turn around on us and go the other way, all the way up till Christmas. It's happened before. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, it has. But anyways, we hope that you are enjoying uh, this this uh, this Halloween and autumn season. Um, and, uh, yeah, check out um, com and go and check us out on social media at Project Gen X Pod on all the major stuff all the major stuff and, including uh, parlor including parlor and we're also at, we have been putting um uh, uh, stuff up on Instagram yes. uh, to go along with it. You get to see that uh, I'm up way too late <laughs> doing editing on these podcasts. Remember that episode we did about insomnia? <laughs> yeah. You can actually so, hang out with Alan on Instagram. Pretty much. And I started like, posting stuff like after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Anyways, guys, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. See ya. between coughs and candy you know. <laughs> and, and 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 sips of coffee and this is going to be an interesting episode mm. to uh, <laughs> every bit of this is going to be edited maybe put on the end for a <laughs> outtake stuff <laughs> i'm definitely gonna have a sugar high when oh no joke no joke so